This Father's Day, the Home Depot has the perfect gift to help dad be everything he can be. Because your dad is more than just a dad. He's the groundskeeper of the yard, the perfecter of the patio, and the cleaner of the clippings. This Father's Day, power dad's doing with the convenience and gas-like power of Milwaukee cordless outdoor tools from the Home Depot. Plus, get up to $150 off select Milwaukee tools. Find the perfect Father's Day gift at the Home Depot. How doers get more done. Shop for Father's Day now in stores or online at homedepot.com. Diamonds Direct has done it again. This month only, get ready for an offer you can't resist. Buy a natural diamond engagement ring of one carat plus and receive a free natural one carat diamond tennis bracelet valued at $2,000. That's right, a stunning diamond tennis bracelet at no extra cost. Imagine giving her the ring of her dreams and her wedding gift all at once. So hurry into Diamonds Direct. Your chance to get a free tennis bracelet will not last long. Details at DiamondsDirect.com. When you buy Kroger brand products, you feel like you're winning. That's because they offer proven quality at lower than low prices. In fact, we guarantee that you and your family will love how Kroger brand products taste. Or you get your money back. So next time you're shopping for the family, look for delicious Kroger brand products. Because they'll make you all feel like you're winning. Shop now, in-store, or online. Kroger. Fresh for everyone. people at one time not just a one-on-one this one is with my college roommates and best friends and we all get together we're sitting on my bed at my house like the old times like we used to do when we were in college and we're talking about the good old days how we met what we learned all the trouble that we got into believe me it wasn't that much trouble uh boys that we kissed how we've all become mothers what we've learned from motherhood how our friendship has grown through all of this how we have grown as women it is really such a fun fulfilling conversation and i just think all of you guys will relate to this on some level because we're just talking real life stuff mom stuff girlfriend stuff and life stuff you guys out there relate to it too so get excited here is katie araby emily cerdos and beth potter and myself okay um so this is a super exciting podcast because it's not just any regular podcast this is the OG college roommate bedroom. Bed. We're in a bed. That's pretty much our roomies. Roomies. I mean, we were in each other's beds all the time. Mm-hmm. All the time. Yeah. Is it okay if I drink this? Yeah, we're drinking wine. Mm-hmm. We're all moms. Emily and I are new moms. Beth and Katie are old moms. Oh, we're the old moms. <laughs> old, mm-hmm. Very old. Old moms. Old moms. But we learned everything. <laughs> we learned everything from y'all. Yes. But, okay, so I'm going to start by introducing everyone. I met Katie Brooke Yancey first <laughs> at Belmont. We were like yeah. 20 years old. Maybe. And I was pretty forward with you, wasn't I? Yes. Like, I came on to you strong. Yeah. Shopping. I think you. we were at like the... Um, not initiation but one of the first orientations and caroline 
came up to me like I didn't know anybody I was with my mom and Caroline came up and she was like you look like somebody I need to know (laughs) and then I was like yeah and then that was it there's true love when we became roommates yes and then came Emily next Mm -hmm. I think no Emily first and then Emily was Grace it was Grace Anatomy we were at the same same time. time Okay, then came Emily and Beth at the same time, and we owe our friendship. So Katie and I were like the dynamic duo for a while. Yeah. We both transferred into Belmont in Nashville, and we were sophomores. Mm-hmm. And both of us yeah. were so afraid of people. Yeah. Like, so we just like from small towns. Small towns. You're from Rayville, Louisiana. Yes. <laughs> I'm from Waco, Texas, which actually now is a boom town because thanks to Chip and Joanna right. and yeah. Kings and yeah. I want to go there now. I, mean, I never. Wants to go there. Yeah. Have you been? Oh yeah. My yeah, sister and cool. I cried when we went to Magnolia. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, they they've like great. transformed that town. It's beautiful. Yeah. So Katie and I were scared <laughs> of people. We were clinging to each other. We did not know how to be social at Belmont. Like, I mean, yeah. we were deathly afraid. And so we got invited to go to this Grey's Anatomy girls viewing party. And we were like, well, shoot, we better go. We don't have any friends. Let's go try to make some. Yeah. And in comes Beth Cooper. <laughs> Emily Shepherd. And they knew everybody. everybody. Y'all knew everybody at Belmont. No. It seemed no. like it. It seemed mm-hmm. like it. We'd been there for a few years. Yeah, we're older <laughs> than you. We're like one year older. Okay, so Two. this is Beth. Say hi. Hi. That's Beth. Mm-hmm. Okay. Beth Cooper Potter now. Mm-hmm. Emily, say hi. Hi. Emily Shepherd Cerdos. Now, we all have new mm-hmm. last names. Mm-hmm. Yeah, so we walk into Grey's Anatomy, and what was that night like? How did we link up with y'all so fast? Did um, you have your I Because I, um, we had a class together, and you don't even remember me from that <laughs> class, but I secretly wanted to be friends with you, so you I was did. so happy that you were there. You, I didn't even know people knew I existed at that point. Yeah. You wanted to be my friend? Was that yeah. when she had the... Um, Sugar glider? The, the squirrel in her No, body? I wish. That would have uh, really sealed the deal. <laughs> I would have probably been more aggressive had you had a rodent in your bra. I used to carry around, I had a pet sugar glider, which is like squirrel, and I'd put it in my sports bra and carry it around to college. <laughs> and it would pop its little head up. Yeah. His name was Joey. 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 Yeah. I can't do that. You miss Joey? Yeah. I mean, no, I knew about the sugar glider. I didn't know his name was Joey. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay, so then how did we become friends with y'all? Like, I think we were just like all hitting our social prime at that time, <laughs> and we just kind of <laughs> combined forces, and the rest is history. Yeah. And then we all moved. So Emily actually didn't. I mean, we Beth had didn't a live literature with class together, didn't we? I think so. Maybe I feel like I gave you a tampon, <laughs> which is funny because we were talking about tampons yeah. before we started this podcast. But after anyway. you had babies, tampons become a funny thing. It's yeah. funny that now you forget something that happened. Oh my god, how many years ago? Like 15. Are we, have we been out of college 15 years? No, but we met before we were out of college. Oh, yes. But yeah. anyway, it doesn't matter. Because we're all 21 ish. And now I'm 36. So 15. Same. Wow. 30. She's the baby. Katie, you're 35. Five. 37. 37. Oh, my God. We've become old people from college. It's funny because I remember when I started feeling old and, like, seeing young kids at college. And I'm like, they look so young now. I remember mm-hmm. when I was babysitting for people when I was in college. And now we hire people in college babysitter. I know. Yeah. To babysit. And we feel like, I feel like I'm the same age as my nanny. Yeah. <laughs> I feel so weird. We're totally on the same I'm like, oh, that's it's so weird. I was doing this yesterday, babysitting. Yeah. I know. It's like you mm-hmm. want to be friends. Go eat all my food. Yeah. <laughs> totally. 
Yeah. I know. I've had a babysitter come over one time who's, like, she's not a college girl, but she's, like, 20s. I want to be her best friend. I was like, kind of anything you want. Yes. Like go through the pantry because you feel like you're they're your friend. But yeah, we're I guess adults now. Yeah, they think they think we're old. old. Yeah, because I remember I thought that <laughs> I, people I babysat for were so old. old. Yeah. So and trying to be cool and be friends with us. Yeah. <laughs> like, hey, loser. I don't want to be your friend. <laughs> I just go to the bar after I get done babysitting. Yeah, I'm gonna rage. <laughs> <laughs> I'm like, hey, babysitter, I'll be home at 10.30, don't worry. <laughs> yeah, really. You can, you can go out, out yeah, <laughs> after I get home. Yeah. When did it happen? I used to shower after the kids I was babysitting went to bed. At their house. At their house and get ready. And when they got home, then I would go you did? out. Oh, my God. Mm-hmm. So you were probably not even going out to what, like 11 o'clock? Yeah. Yeah. That's prime what we, time. That's what you do when you're that age. That's what we did. We did it all the time. Yeah. Man, we'd go to a tin roof. The bar in Nashville. We missed that stage of your life. I you feel didn't. Like. Katie and I did. Yeah. That's when we were trying to be cool. Sorry, mom, but like smoking cigarettes and stuff. Yeah. And like <laughs> I tried to smoke cigarettes in the room and like yeah. stay out late. Yeah. I remember I decided I was going to become a smoker. I decided I was going to become a smoker and I too. <laughs> and then I bought a pack and I smoked it on the house we on lived in on the porch and i was like 2001 remember we used yeah. to think that if you turned the ac off in the car it that your car would smell like a cigarette <laughs> not true not at right. all urban legend yeah we thought like, oh yeah you just turn the air off it's not gonna sink into the car seats right. yeah if you right. turn the air off yeah you don't know that air makes sense. <laughs> right yeah. and roll down the windows then mm-hmm. the cigarettes won't it's not like in. getting sucked up into the car system <laughs> I guess it's better, but yeah. <laughs> I don't know. <laughs> but Katie, Long I was the same ago. way. Like, decided I'm gonna become a smoker because mm-hmm. that's gonna be awesome. And then yeah. I always knew I was gonna quit. Like, I was gonna be a real smoker. I just couldn't commit to it. No, <laughs> I loved it. It was gross. I know you did love it. Yeah. You committed for a while. I think about oh my gosh, <laughs> I, I, I do. I just think about like a sitting on the porch smoking across the street from like our neighbors. Oh yeah, the peppers. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. But when I, like in, I was like twenty three years old and like I, oh, and we felt was, really grown y- up. Yeah, and smoking made you feel grown up. And oh. then Emily knew all the boys at school, and so oh, yes. then we moved into house with like so it was like a front house and a back house. And they all lived behind you. And all the yeah. boys lived behind us. And then Emily, me, and Katie, Beth would come over all the time. She didn't live with us. You had other roommates that you were sticking with. Mm-hmm. Somewhere. Somewhere. Mm-hmm. Yeah. But so Emily knew all these boys, and so there was like six guys that lived behind us, <laughs> and then there was us in the front. So they were coming over all the time. We were basically just like oh, in a It was frat a party 24 7. Oh, all the time. We were party prime time. <laughs> and Katie and I were like, heck yeah, look at us like living it up. We really get a room now. Yeah, we, we went, went from, from after zero college. To... It was after college. It was. Too. Yeah, and we, we went after. from one friend to like, we were ruling. Yeah. We thought we yeah. were cool. And then one time, one of the guys who lived behind us had a friend who was, like, hitchhiking across America. Uh, true. True. <laughs> and then we come home one day from school or work, and there's a tent in our living room. And he has decided yeah. he's going to stay at our house and put a tent up inside our house. I thought it was in the yard. No, it nope. was in, in our living room. In that front room. It was? Mm-hmm. Yes. And he stayed there for, like, a week in that tent. He was really nice. <laughs> he was nice. <laughs> I liked him. I mean, I'm still friends with him on with Facebook. The tent? If it's inside, though. Well, I think, why privacy. did he do that? He wanted privacy. He's going to get room. naked. He's going to change yeah. clothes. 
Oh. And he's ri- a room. <laughs> that sounds convenient in a tent. But he didn't ask us or anything. He just set it up. That's how cool Byron we were. probably did that. Like, the, one of the guys lived behind yeah. us. Yeah. Do we not say names? No, I'm just giving... Um, <laughs> right. I, don't, I, don't know. I just let people... I just like to explain who people yes. are yes. when you drop the names. Right. Okay. But yeah, so that was a really fun... How many years did we live there? Y'all lived there for five, like five years, right? Or I think I moved years? in. Y'all were there a year before me. I moved in, I think, in 20... 2007? I was three years. I Can I talk about the silhouette of hair? <laughs> <laughs> sure. <laughs> it wasn't me, was it? <laughs> Just making out. We used to make out. I was a make-out oh, fool. Yeah. In Belmont days. Okay. Let me see. <laughs> Kissed a lot of frogs. Just kissed a lot of frogs. <laughs> didn't didn't sleep with any of them because we're prude like that. But just lots of making out. Yes. And sometimes when you made out after being in a bar, they just will spend the night at your house, even though you're not like hooking up. Because yeah. we really all were good girls. We just like yeah. to make out, get a little yeah. tipsy. And you didn't want anybody to drop drunk. But one time, Katie <laughs> made it out with this one guy. Sorry, Matt, for listening. Your husband is he gonna be mad? You don't have to put this in, do you? He'll, he's, it's okay. I already started. We probably oh, okay. <laughs> I don't know how these things work. <laughs> like an editing phase. <laughs> okay, keep that. He's Mental probably note. heard worse. He's probably heard us talk about this before. Well, one time Katie just had a makeout, and the guy just spent the night at at the house. Sure, but it was very G-rated. Of course. But I mean, of yeah. course, he's gonna like take his shirt off. So the next day, when he, he might not have even. Maybe not. It's just. He poked on through. Yeah. He was, he was rather so hairy. hairy. The next day he woke up and his body outline was on the bed and hair. Yes. Oh. Silhouette. I've never heard that story. I've That's never disgusting. Silhouette <laughs> hair. It was gross. <laughs> Man, I love to make out though. Like I felt like if I didn't make out every time I went out when I was in college, it was a bad night. Yeah. <laughs> I know. That's terrible. That's how Michael and I got together. Because we were at a bar one night. And some. I thought y'all met at the dog park. He asked me on a date, and we went to the dog park. And oh, you went on a dog? date? Did you yeah. act oh, like that didn't happen though. He said it wasn't a date. I had Ruby. Okay. Yeah, and then he acts like that wasn't a date. Like he didn't ask me out, but he did. He was like nineteen. I was like twenty-three oh. at the time. Who even knows what dating is back then? <laughs> I'm older than him. For everyone listening, yeah. I'm a puma, not a cougar. And we didn't have any money had no to go money. on a date anywhere. Yeah. No. Well, you didn't need money. Who, me? The ladies. Oh, yeah, yeah. that's true. Yeah. <laughs> we're dating broke musicians. Oh, yeah. We weren't really doing anything too fancy. Uh, yeah. I never went on, I didn't go on hardly any dates when I, I was in I Nashville. I like, any dates in college either. Belmont wasn't no. a date I actually went on Like, it was more like Belmont. go to parties. Yeah, like you, you, were good, sophomore. you were good at getting out there, like, in general, in life. Like, you're very outgoing. I think all of us are. I was scared of boys. I grew up with brothers. That's one thing y'all didn't. No, that's true. None yeah. of us. Not one brother between yeah. us. No, except for you. You got them all. I got both of them. Mm-hmm. Yeah. You think that it made you more, like, comfortable around boys? Totally. Yeah. And you like sports. Oh, yeah. And yeah. you like... No well, and probably talk. because I had brother. Like, yeah. 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 Definitely. That's how you met your hubby. It is. Doing that UK cheer. Yeah. <laughs> oh! You met Scott in freaking Chicago? Yes. Okay, so now we've gone through college. We've, like, became smokers, realized we didn't want to be smokers. <laughs> oh made out with lots of boys. 
Sorry, we didn't want to do that. Didn't want to do that. Katie and I went from one friend to finding Beth and Emily, like totally getting the popular crowd. So great. Yeah. We were so popular. We were so, so popular. popular. <laughs> I mean, y'all really took us next. Thanks to y'all. Uh-huh. Wait, let's talk about what they used to call Beth oh. in college. Oh, Beth had a and nickname. And still. Still. Hot Beth. Oh, yeah. Everyone was like, oh, that's Hot Beth. Because <laughs> you, you went around music road, not around like in the West, like you were on, you like worked for. I did some major internships. For George Strait's manager, right? <laughs> well, I worked for him, but yeah. And then you like knew a ton of people in the music industry mm-hmm. and everyone called you Hot Beth. That was your name. Did George Strait call you that? <laughs> no, he never did. <laughs> it didn't get down to Texas, I guess. But, Dang it. Um, yeah. <laughs> forgot about that you were i mean you still are hot bath not your milf hot bath Ooh, like oh, you totally. were hot bath yeah yeah, yeah how were the music funny. row intern days i did so much interning mm. on music row it was so fun i loved I it loved too. it yeah me do, too do they pay interns now no. oh i don't know mm-hmm. it's, it's college credit yeah really mm-hmm. still but it was great i mean you just go to like number one parties you get to hang out with all these cool hit songwriters yeah. I remember thinking it was so cool. I would see like a hit songwriter and they'd talk to me and I'd be like, oh my gosh. Does it sound like exhausting to you now? I mean, now to do all that beginning networking yeah. and getting to know people feels exhausting, but okay. it's because we've already done it for okay. 15 yeah. years, you know? Yeah. Tired. I went, we're tired. Yeah. Now, now yeah. we're just getting to know our little But yes, it was fun then. Yeah, oh, so fun then. Yeah. Yeah. I know. Because you would like go for 15 hours a week and you'd like do some data entry and like then like go do fun things yeah, yeah. Free like, shows. It's yeah. Just, yeah. it all felt really fun and exciting mm-hmm. and i interviewed jen wayne and i have to tell the story because beth for anyone who follows my podcast and listens to all of them when jen was talking about when she moved to nashville she moved in with beth yes cooper i and introduced you and jen you introduced me and jen again yeah, jen did. for everyone who's listening john wayne's granddaughter in runaway june just did a podcast with her a few ago so listen to that one it's great but beth Jen found a roommate on Craigslist, and it was Beth. Yeah. Well, <laughs> I wasn't the one that put it on Craigslist, but we both found the same house. Oh. And there was like 17,000 Yeah, we in had a tent house. in the backyard. <laughs> uh-uh. Mm-hmm. A girl, I remember that. Yeah. A little house behind like the dentist. Place. Yeah. Oh, yeah. And y'all had like, how many dogs were living in that house? So <laughs> many. At least three. There's like three extra girls per yeah, amount of rooms it was, that were it in was the house. It was crazy. a lawyer. Oh, yeah, a lawyer. Yeah, Rebecca. I think about her sometimes. Yeah. She was sweet, and her dog was so, so quiet smart. and so sweet. scared. Yeah. Yeah. Aww. But so, Beth would live in this house with all these girls, and, like, sleeping wasn't really on the table. Like, we would go out all the time. Like, mm. go to school, intern, oh. party, constantly. Go to work. Go to work. I mean. Yeah. And, Katie, you and I sang together for a while. Remember every Wednesday we sang at Judge Bean's? Our yeah. barbecue? Yeah. It was, like, our yeah. thing. And the boys played in the band Tyler and, the and Byron behind us played they in the played band. in the band oh my god it was so fun, fun. is Judge Bean still there no no, no. it's the show on oh yeah which is great Indian yeah. food mm-hmm. it's great okay that so then funny. Emily goes we graduate college we've done all this fun stuff because Katie and I are both were pursuing singing in, at Belmont mm-hmm. and so it was really fun that we sang together and then Emily what were you doing at Belmont you were running oh yes I was running you went on a scholarship right yes yeah, studied psychology. Mm-hmm. And I ran for a couple of years and figured I didn't want to do that anymore. And then I just stayed, stuck around and babysat and loved it. I was just little, small town to big city. 
and just everything was new and awesome and yeah yeah so did, fun it's such a different city back then it seems like it really yeah. was yeah well For now it's best. been 19 18 years since 18 we started 18 years yeah. we've been here mm-hmm. holy cow like you grew up where you grew up that was 18 years and now I've been here for 18, so it's like... Yeah, we've been here as long as we were in our hometowns. Mm-hmm. I know, that's, that's bizarre. crazy. And Beth, what brought you to Belmont? Why did you come to Nashville? I want to do music business. Okay. Did you want to be a manager? Something. Just you wanted to figure it out. You just want to get in the business. Yeah. She, yeah. like, interned in high school at radio station, like, mm-hmm. cool, popular radio stations, just right? just kind of zoned in and went <laughs> yeah. for it, yeah. yeah. Heck Yeah. <laughs> <clears throat> Okay, so then after college, how did you, where were you, Chicago? Yes. When you met Scott? Yes. And everyone listening, Emily's from Kentucky, and she loves to wear Kentucky blue and chant cheers anytime she can. <laughs> cats. What is it? Well, I had, well, the cheer is C-A-T-S, cats, cats, cats. <laughs> but we were in, so I was in Chicago for a friend's wedding, and Scott was in Chicago for a New Year's wedding. This is what we're talking about. Emily was not scared to put herself out there. Yes. <laughs> And we would never I don't say, meet a stranger. Yeah, you, yeah. You're like always say yes to things, I feel like. Yeah. Maybe. Maybe not. Yeah, anymore. and luckily Scott was <laughs> showing his Kentucky pride this night. So you were there and for a bachelor Well, no, so no, I was there for a wedding. Mm. New Year's Eve wedding. It was New Year's Eve Eve. We had do, done the rehearsal dinner, but it was the polar vortex, so it's freezing cold. Mm-hmm. So I put on and I was, I'm like scared of slipping and sliding on ice. And we're in Chicago. It's freezing. It's like negative eight. So I put on my running shoes and my running tights. I got new running shoes for Christmas. <laughs> and so, and I, but I had my makeup done for the rehearsal dinner. And so I was like done up, but in my like sport clothes. So you're showing all sides of your person. Yes. <laughs> and so then um, we went to the bar and there were the guys in line behind us. And we were just talking because it's freezing. And asked them, where are you from? And Scott said, Kentucky. And so then I... Did the chair the chair or did he said you Lexington? Hand motions. And oh, I'm sure. No, <laughs> I'm maybe. Sure you got sure Let's go with yes. Spirit fingers happening. Yes, Definitely. yes. So I did. C A T S. Cats, cats, cats. Definitely so. clapping because you just clapped on your legs. So yeah, I mean, it was happening. <laughs> and so then we went inside. So then we talked for a minute. Then we went inside and thought that was that. But then Scott came up and asked to like buy me a beer or something, which is so crazy because he's so Scott's not, not aggressive like no. that. He's such a sweet, amazing guy. Just, but- Quiet and like yeah, yeah, pretty passive. He was feeling it. Yeah. Okay. Thank God. Yeah. <laughs> and then we took a picture because I don't running clothes of us like in a like track sprint kind of thing. So we got a photo and then he texted it to me. Oh, so it's like I need your so number. So got my number. Yes. So then we met up the next night on New Year's after the <laughs> wedding out at some bar. And then he came, oh, yeah, we might have kissed at the bar. Yeah. 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 And then, but then he came to Nashville like that weekend and I lived with you. Oh my gosh. And he came to town and you were like, who is this guy? Who's this stranger coming to town? And I was like, oh, don't worry. His dad's a doctor. (laughs) He's West Virginia. (laughs) He's a foot doctor, so don't worry. He's a foot doctor. (laughs) He's totally fine. Yeah. Like, you met this guy and now he's going to stay with us? He had a good intuition about it. I did. I had a good sense about it. And he would carry around his axe with him everywhere he Mm. went. He did. That yeah. was a, that tomahawk have, and axe. It could have been freaky. It's fine. <laughs> yeah. But he so, loves axes so much that he gave that them to all of his groomsmen at y'all's wedding. He did. 
with their names on them and our wedding date. I'm like, hey, didn't he build like a thing in the backyard so you can throw axes into it? He also did that. <laughs> yes, it looks like an alien made out of tiny two by fours. And something else I love about, about Scott, last time I went over to his old house, he's like, here, put this headlamp <gasps> on and go in the grass and you can see caterpillars eyes nope, everywhere. No, nope. spiders. Spiders. <laughs> Oh no! Spider hunting. He's oh, you guys have to do it. No, thank you. It's crazy. No. They're there, whether you like it or not. You put that don't headlamp look. on and you just go walk around the grass at night, and you'll see their they're eyes everywhere. Ew. They don't hurt you though. They but sparkle. There's, there's a lot of them. It's freaky. Mm-hmm. It's better than one. seeing an alligator in your backyard. Oh, that is true. I don't know. There's only one alligator, and there's like millions of spiders. Yeah, but, but one these alligator don't hurt eat you. you. Yeah, <laughs> you'll never want to lay in your grass again once you see how many spiders. In no, because it's just like part of nature. Yeah. Oh, okay. The spiders are it's just they're fine. Uh-huh. I think that's pretty neat that he knows yeah. that. Like that's he knows, Scott knows everything about stuff. nature and survival and mm-hmm. things like that. Yeah. Like, did you guys know that a, uh, you know how you know if you have a yellow jacket? Nest? How? Well, did you know they're in the ground? No. <laughs> yeah, our neighbors, we went. Yeah. So how do you know? I guess you see them coming out of the ground. Oh, but, yeah. I, <laughs> <laughs> but the point of that story was that it's in the ground. Yeah. I didn't know that. I didn't. I our thought they made those little mud. No. That's like, not a yellow jacket. That's a dirt bobber. And those Carpenter bean? No. That's never mind. With so you're just like nature center over there. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. Mm, now that we're, like, out in nature. Well, I mean, you're not out, out in nature. They live on some acreage. You do live on some acreage. One. <laughs> hey, it's some. <laughs> yes. It's great. So then uh, the first weekend went well. Mm. You ended up getting married. Mm. It was great. The next weekend. The next weekend. <laughs> <laughs> it was, like, super fast. <laughs> right to it. <laughs> yeah, so we dated 18 months long distance. Super fun at first, really terrible at the end. Uh-huh. Long distance wears you out. Oh, yes. And then you move in together. Great, but also still adjusting to, oh, wait, we're not just, like, hanging out, partying every two or three weeks. We're together all the time. Mm-hmm. We have to adjust our expectations. Mm-hmm. Um, but great. And then finally, we got engaged and... That was great. And we got married. Y'all were all there. And now you live across the street from where you got married. And now we live across the street. We love it so much. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. It's really great. Mm-hmm. Beth, you led the way with marriage, though. Yeah, we just had our 10-year anniversary this morning. And everyone, uh, her husband was in the Lost Trailers. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Holler back. Holler back. Holler back. Holler back. In the <laughs> woods. <laughs> That's all I remember the song. It's such a good song. Mm-hmm. Home I, brew. Oh. Homegrown. Oh, yeah. Yeah. I remember some girl loved, and your husband's Jeff, but everyone calls him Potter because it's his last name. He's yeah. He's a drummer. Some girl loved her husband so much, she made a whole scrapbook of her wedding with Jeff. <laughs> yeah. That oh, was weird. God. That was I weird. Forgot. She had a whole scrapbook put together of her and Jeff's wedding. Yeah. Like the, a girl that you knew or just a no, fan? No, and she I didn't, didn't know, know him either. But she, she just, like would print pictures off and just cut my head off and put <laughs> my face on it. <laughs> Not psycho at all. Wait, how did we learn this? Did she give it to him? Someone told me. <laughs> I don't even know who it was. Was she taking out Facebook pictures? Yeah. And, Wow. Mm-hmm. Or MySpace, maybe. MySpace. <laughs> oh, MySpace. Yeah. You can we're only put, like, All we're doing is dating ourselves. I mean, we owed. Owed. Drop that L. Drop that L. Mm-hmm. You and Jeff dated a long time before y'all got engaged, right? Yeah. 
But because um, you moved out to LA, you were mm-hmm. assistant for Madonna's manager. Mm-hmm. That was a wild year for you. That was a crazy town. But, you're just like, um, I'm gonna get out of Nashville. I'm gonna go to LA, and you were like intern assisting Madonna's manager, and then Jeff came out and like was like, I must have you and marry you. Well, it wasn't really like that. He wasn't like <laughs> rushing me to move home or anything, but it definitely was a factor in like. Well, he that's out of LA a little bit. That's what made him really know that he wanted to be with you too. Was you being away? Yeah. Mm -hmm. One time Jeff said, "I just like having dinner with her." Oh, he was like, she was the person that he was like wanted to go out and just sit at a table and talk to. Now that's sweet. That's real sweet. 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 It's like what Johnny Cash said: her morning morning coffee with her or something. Like it's his favorite thing about June Carter. Yeah, they're basically like legends. Yeah. You and Jeff. Yeah. 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 Right. <laughs> he got to marry Hot Beth. So. He did. Yeah. He got exactly. Hot Beth. Lucky him. Lucky him. <laughs> and then y'all started spitting out kids early. Because <laughs> you were the first one of our friend group. Because June is like a teenager. Mm-hmm, Not really. Basically. She's seven. seven. Wait, were you 29 or 30? I turned 30 like a few months after. Okay, okay that's actually in. not that young. I know. We're just so old. Yeah. When we had our kids. Yeah. I recommend... 28. We're basically middle-aged. Yes. I yeah. don't. I'm glad that I was later having a kid. Mm. You wish you were younger? Is your body better? Well, I had a C-section. <laughs> it didn't come out the badge for me. Well, just my whole pelvic area just can't. I don't know that that's necessarily labor. It's just What is the pelvic hips. area? <laughs> <laughs> Where your hips are. It's like all of this. Is it sore? So tight. Is it still tight? Like, still oh. now? Oh, yeah. I get up off the you ground. You went to go see a, a, a Amanda. pelvic Amanda. 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 I, I did. I did. I went for four weeks. Do you tinkle your panties? No, it's not. It's not that. Mm-mm. Okay. It's just, like, tightness. And I think it's, like, the whole runner's thing. Mm-hmm. Not Maybe that I even run yoga. anymore. I should definitely do some yoga. I did it one time this week. Good job. Good. Way to go. Good for you. I actually did hip opening yoga. <laughs> It hurts oh, so good. bad, doesn't it? Ugh. Yeah, it was, yeah. But right. I just think it just... So you think it wouldn't hurt as bad if you had kids younger? No, I don't think it would hurt as bad. No, I think you were covered. Remember when you used to get yeah. drunk and go right back out the next night? But Yes, but that's yeah. also because we wanted to go so hard. Do you think we just have more awareness now about like... Oh, no, I think, I think you had more energy. Old. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. yeah, it's just your body does get old. So I know. I mean, I like being older, and I think we like appreciate it more, and like it's very special. But I think the body could have held, it yeah, done recovered. You were thirty six when you had mm-hmm. Viola. Mm-hmm. Means you thirty six when I had Sunny. You were thirty when you had June. How mm-hmm. were you when you had James? Uh, I think I was thirty one. Wonderful. Wonderful. Yeah, yeah, Emily's the one that comes up with all the all the hashtags. That Caroline changes. Actually, I but I take him thirty-two. Thirty, terrific. Yeah. Yes, Emily makes all these up, <laughs> and then I take him. I like it. So, what has being a mother? What is what is being a mother? Okay, let's talk about that delivery day because to me that was like mm. the craziest day of my life. When, she has the craziest. Oh, Emily, your I story do? was nuts. Your delivery, delivery day story. You gotta get. In a car. You've forgotten already. Oh, well, I mean, I, know, I think it, yeah. You're in labor. But I feel like a lot of people have that story, don't they? I mean, mm. Well, okay, no. what, just because I just, oh. <laughs> No. Because you were going all natural. Yes. 
And you were at like a natural birthing, birthing center. center. It was great. My was water great. broke. Right on track. Woo! Get Did you out break, of bed. Like to get you to the, like that's how you knew you went into labor. Your yes. water broke. At okay. 6.45 on Saturday morning. Okay. Oh. And then, you what know, you I having? feel like for people out there who, you're like, oh, is that my water breaking? Because there are like a lot of juices when you're pregnant. Yeah. But you know. Yeah. You when know. it's your water. And your water lot. broke both times mm-hmm. too. It was like in the movies. Yeah. We don't want to hear this whole birth story. You just give us some. Yeah. Give us the. Give um, us the okay, so broke six forty-five, and then finally we decided to like check into the birthing center at, um, I think it was, eight, okay. p.m. Contractions were like starting to get more intense, but I had also done like hypno babies. Oh yeah, and so I was like <laughs> hypnotizing myself, and so I was like breathing through it. It was great through my birthing waves. Uh huh. Normal people call those contractions. Birthing but, ways. Okay, okay, uh, okay, okay. And then, um, but I just wanted to sit in the chair the whole time. Okay. Like, sit, only, to like, labor. I wanted to sit up, and it was great. I could, like, hypnotize myself through it, and it was fine. I don't even remember the words How do you now. hypnotize yourself? You Tell imagine the orange, I can't even remember. Orange? The orange Life. hypno... I don't even remember. Flooding over It was you. like the orange light. Yeah, you just feel it all through you. And you just did. You just, like, didn't... You just focused on that. And it was great. Mm-hmm. But then... So, are you saying it didn't hurt when you did that? No. It was great. It actually totally. took away the pain? Totally. Totally. So, you're recommending Hypno Baby? Yes. Okay. Absolutely. And I'll use it again. I need to brush up. <laughs> but, um... But then, uh... They realized that she was sunny side up. Or whatever, mm-hmm. not your sunny. Not She's it. the wrong way. And so when I changed positions, it was really more painful. And um, so I was in the tub and on the bed and on the toilet and on the chair and all these places. And f- then at like midnight, I got the urge to push, which is like, yay. But I was only seven centimeters dilated and you can't push then. So then I had to do horsey breathing. I couldn't do it. <gasps> But you always do that. You always do that. I know, but it's really bad. Emily, that's uh, what you always do that. That's what you were born for. To try to not push. Everyone listening, Emily, when she's like tired or like she's stressed (laughs) out or she just wants to calm down, she always would do that. I don't ever want to do it again in my whole life. Well, it's like you made, you drew it to yourself. Yeah. Okay. So then I did that for a couple hours and then, um... Trying, so I could do it like every other contraction. I would push one contraction because I couldn't help it. And the other one, I would do the horsey breathing and it helped. Yeah. And then she was like, let me check you again if you still like feel like... Did they try to move or like did they try to push on your tongue? No, and that's the one thing that I feel like they could have, they could have done better. But I maybe should have just had a doula. Anyway, so then they checked and I was 10 centimeters. Oh my gosh. So it's like, time to glory, go. Glory. Yes. So then we're pushing and then I'm throwing up <laughs> and we're... In the tub and on the bed and on the toilet, all these places again. Three hours later, oh my gosh, and you can see her head. I don't even remember. Sure, I'm sure it was, but like I literally don't remember. But like Scott was like, "Oh, I see her here. She has so much hair," and they're like, "You can see it." And then finally, they decided that um, her head was swelling. She wasn't actually progressing because they were like, "Oh, she's getting further," but she wasn't. She was stuck because of the way she was positioned. So. Then they're like, let's transfer you to Vanderbilt. Oh, and I'm like, great. 
Let's go. Cut me open. Stick me with the knee. I don't care. Let's go. You're ready. Yes, it is. But you have to get five fifteen a.m. Yes, and so then I we have. To, but then I didn't realize you have to like get in the car, and they're like, you don't need an ambulance. Not an emergency. You know, so you Although take, her head you is take coming your out of your badge. So baby's hair. head here. <laughs> oh my god! And how did you, how did you even? Yeah. How do you walk I, with the baby's head? It was not fun. And then I rode in the car, <laughs> hugging the seat, kneeling because you can't sit down. Way. Yeah, that's awful. And then, they, and then they're like t- at the ER, like, do you want a wheelchair? And I was like, I can't sit in that. <laughs> you need to so lay down. Like, uh-huh. walk. To the Are you walking? Having contractions. Yeah. Like, I just I need a, a stretcher. Stretcher. And Scott. Oh, and the big hospital. And Scott's like, he's what? It, oh, he's 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 doing the relax. He's cue. keeping up with it. I'm like, it's over. Like, <laughs> give me something. Like, I love this guy. I was very nice, and I was just like, honey, we're done with hypno babies. I highly recommend it. But like, I love that Scott's it's like, over. okay, let's keep up with the hypno breathing. The relax cue. He was doing that for himself. Like, we're freaking done with it breathing. Yeah. And for so. the people that say that you can't get an epidural when you're fully dilated and it's too yes, you can. Because you did. I did, and I went straight to heaven. <laughs> and <laughs> the doctor put his hands inside of me and tried to turn her, and it worked. And I could see my body going like this, Boy, and it going. felt great. I mean, I didn't feel anything. I didn't feel great, but I didn't feel anything. And then she flipped back, and then he used a vacuum, and we got her out. No C-section. Oh, oh my God. God. What if AI could help your business deliver mission-critical outcomes with speed? With IBM Consulting, your business can design, build, and scale trusted AI using Watson X, and modernize the way you work to accelerate real impact. Let's create AI that transforms your business, Learn more at ibm.com slash consulting. IBM. Let's create. Your new home journey starts at Fisher Homes, where everything is red, white, and new. Explore exclusive summer savings and start your journey by selecting your ideal home site and your dream community. Choose from a variety of expertly designed floor plans and bring your style to life at the Lifestyle Design Center. Are you looking for a quick move-in ready home instead? Fisher Homes has options for those, too. Fill out a form to connect with a new home advisor at fisherhomes.com to get started today before the sun sets on summer savings. Tired of restless nights? Meet Lisa, the sleep expert. Here at Lisa, we know that good sleep is essential for mental, physical, and emotional health. That's why their mattresses are made for exceptional comfort and support, catering to every sleep need. Check out Lisa's Sapira Hybrid Mattress, named best hybrid mattress five years running. Sleep hot? The Chill Collection is built with cool-to-the-touch top fabric and layers of high-density comfort foams, all intended to remove excess body heat while maximizing comfort. With Lisa, getting a new mattress has never been easier. Delivery is free, and you have 100 nights to try out your mattress in the comfort of your home. Don't spend another night dreaming of better sleep. For a limited time, save up to $700 off select mattresses plus two free pillows. Go to lisa.com forward slash iHeart for an additional $50 off mattresses and select goods. That's l-e-e-s-a.com forward slash iHeart. Exclusions apply. See lisa.com for more details. So he had to use the suction? Yeah, it was sad. You really had to go through it. <laughs> I haven't thought about that in a long time. That's why your pelvic floor is shut. I guess. <laughs> yeah, that is why. So then it was 7 a.m. the next day. 
So then it was, but I did not have contractions like for 24, you know, it wasn't like that. It was just like, I didn't sleep was the bad part. Oh yeah. You know, from that time. Oh yeah. It wasn't like labor was for 24 hours. It wasn't. Mm Mm-hmm. Yeah, it was. That is, that is exactly why your pelvic floor is shot. I guess. I mean, you, Viola was twisting and turning in there. I mean, she was stuck in your canal She forever. wasn't twisting. But she like, was the funny side, the, the doctor had the to get in there. The doctor was. Well, yeah. the doctor did, yeah. Okay. Yeah. I mean. I'm just glad I didn't have to have a C-section because I can't imagine. That is really hard. Okay. Well, this is actually great because people have yeah. asked me to share my C-section yes. story. So I'm going to tell you all why I had a C-section. I was telling Katie earlier because Katie was like, why did she have a C-section? <clears throat> so... I had planned to have this like really natural birth. Like I was gonna we do, all do. Oh, I had hired a doula. In my head, I was like, oh, I'm just gonna like breathe through the like like you're saying the hypno baby, the orange. I'm gonna feel the orange light. <laughs> I'm gonna breathe through my contractions. Were you gonna do a no epidural and everything? I was gonna do in my mind, mind's eye. These this I mean this is my dream. I can't tell you what my reality would have been because right. I could have gotten in there and freaked out and been like giving the freaking epidural. But I was like, I'm just, I've done yoga for three years. I am so connected to my breath. I will you just, are, though. <laughs> I was like, I am just going to breathe through this. And I was like, Beyonce said that she had imagined her child, like, kicking through a wall. And she was, like, pic- picturing, or something like this. She was picturing her child, like, pushing through this wall. Mm-hmm. So I was like, oh, I'm just going to, like, get in with the child. I'm going to, like, moving through this. I'm not going to be caught up in my pain. So I was going to have this natural birth. have to do all the things. I was going to try not to do an epidural. And then, Sunny, we got to 41 weeks, and she was Ugh. not coming out. I wasn't dilated. I was zero dilated, and I was zero effaced. She was happy in there. <clears throat> happy as a lark in there, like, toasty. I went, like, Michael and I went on a four-mile walk. I was running you up were, and down stairs. I remember. We pumped. <clears throat> Emily came over. I pumped to try to get the breast milk going to stimulate the contraction. This is probably before 40 weeks. <laughs> oh, yeah. I mean, I, was, I wanted her to come out at 30 weeks. Yeah. 38 oh, weeks. Yeah. I was 38 yeah. weeks. Yeah. I was, like, coming out. I wanted her to yeah. come out early. I got a bouncy ball, and I was, like, bouncing on it all the time. I was drinking the raspberry tea. I was, like... Eating spicy food. Eating spicy foods. Everything. <laughs> having that, lots of sex. Having lots of sex. <laughs> like, everything that you can do to get your baby to come, I was doing. Yeah. She was... Every time I, I'd go to the gyna, because I'd go, like, twice a week to get her checked, and just, just to see where she was at the end, mm-hmm. once we got past 40, and... She just nothing, no movement, nothing. And so I was like, well, dang it. And so basically, I'd had a couple of friends who just had ended up in an emergency C section mm. after laboring for like, oh, yeah, I'm good. After laboring for hours. And then the heart rate, after like getting on Pitocin, the heart rate dropped in the baby. And then all of a sudden, they had to go into an emergency C section. And it was like really emotional and hard. I mean, it all worked out great. But I was just like, man, I just do not want to end up in an emergency C-section. Like, that feels really scary to me. Like, I just had fears of my own about childbirth. Like, I had a big fear about the cord being wrapped around her neck. Mm -hmm. Like, that really freaked me out that Mm -hmm. she would have a cord wrapped around her neck Mm -hmm. and, like, possibly die from that. And and this is worst-case scenario, but that was, like, a legit fear that I had. Totally. Very valid. And then I was just worried. Yeah, I just was, like, I just was scared about that and I was like if you have a c-section if it's not happening naturally like and I didn't want to do a vacuum or force up because I was telling Katie this too like we have a family friend at home who just I don't know like it caused like mental damage when they had to use a force up back in the day it was like 50 years ago Mm -hmm. so I mean obviously things have improved my seems fine no she's fine (laughs) no my niece had a vacuum on her too like it's all fine but it's like 
I just yes. had like legit fears. And so we got to this point and the doctor's like, okay, you're 36 years old. You're 41 weeks. We can induce you. You have a good chance that you could end up in an emergency C-section mm-hmm. with induction because it just happens. And so I was like, you know what? Michael and I talked about it for a long time, and we decided to go with a C-section because I was like, I, my ultimate goal here is for me and the baby to end up healthy. Like, I Mm want to have a healthy baby, and I want to come out healthy, and I don't want to end up in an emergency situation. Not to say that I would have. I mean, good chance I wouldn't have, but I was like, I just don't want to end up in an emergency situation. I have this legit fear about the cord being wrapped around the baby's neck and I was like okay and I don't want to ever end up with a forcep or anything like that so I was like I'm just going to we're going to pick a c-section and I had never thought that until the last two weeks of my late and of my pregnancy I had never even considered a c-section it gave you a sense of control to be able to like to pick that it did but I I was devastated like realizing that I wasn't going to like go into labor and I wasn't going to feel it and I wasn't going to like experience that. But then I talked to my sister on the phone and she's like, well, you know what? Honestly, you might as well just embrace that parenthood is never how you plan. Mm -hmm. And the sooner you can let go of control, the sooner you will realize that that is just how it goes. And like, as long as you are, the result is what my goal was to have a healthy baby and me be healthy. And I was like, once I accepted it, and that's another thing I've learned about parenthood, which has been hard for me to learn about life because this is my biggest struggle. I have a hard time making really hard life decisions sometimes and standing by them because I can, like, doubt myself. And, like, I am a people pleaser. I'm trying to recover from that. But, like, sometimes I just don't know how what the right decision is because I can right. see from every angle, mm-hmm. like, how each, each yeah. choice could work. So I have a hard time picking one and standing by it. Like, I might doubt myself and, like, question it and wonder if I made the right choice. But, like, I'm realizing with parenthood, you have to make a choice and you have to just stand by it. And you know what? <clears throat> you have a mother's intuition. Mm-hmm. And let's just say you used your mother's intuition to have Sunny via C-section. Mm-hmm. Like, here, like, you have it now and it's serving you well. Mm-hmm. And it, there's no reason to think it wasn't your awesome motherly instinct telling you to do that then like yeah that's you true. know it starts <clears throat> when you're pregnant mm-hmm. you know <laughs> on a lighter note <laughs> i think your motherly instinct measuring the bath temperature you know <laughs> yeah you know you just like but you do you know what to worry about and you know how to make the right decisions and you made the right decision right oh like how i would always worry about the i got the, the bath, bath temperature i got, you a, got bath a bath thermometer, thermometer. <laughs> I was so worried that I was going to give her brain damage by taking too hot a bath that I would like... Oh, well, you were in the bath. Yeah, when I was yeah, pregnant. Yeah, she wanted to take... <laughs> I wouldn't take baths. I didn't I take baths I only took baths. Oh, I was so scared I was going to fry really, her brains. Yeah, you were really... Like, Very stressed. You also like were worried about her when you got a sunburn on your stomach. Oh, and then I got a sunburn when I was pregnant, and I thought that like... And then I put aloe vera on it, and I, so then I was double worried because what? I was like, I got the sunburn, and I was like, the sunburn is going to sink through into her and damage her. And then I put aloe vera on it, and I was like, oh my gosh, there's all these chemicals in the aloe vera. And there are. Is that a plant? Yes. Well, it, she she didn't <laughs> put the plant on her. She oh. got it in the bottle. Okay. Those, which is like chemicals. Oh, from okay. the store. And so then I just yeah. rubbed all this bottle oh. of aloe vera gel on my stomach, and I'm like, oh my God, now she's got a sunburn seeping through, and I've brighter from the sun and now she's gonna have all these chemicals from aloe vera i mean and now you know better i know she's perfect i will be so much more relaxed 
if we get pregnant again and have another child, I'm not going to be a worry wart. You but will. I was we'll see. Different things. <laughs> I think yeah. I'll be less so. For sure. I was just so scared because we were coming off that miscarriage. Yes. And like we tried for so long to get pregnant. I just had so much fear. It is such a and you can't big, control scary deal. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And that's the hard. Uh, like, I think that's the hardest part is just to relinquish the control. How do you like, relinquish control? Now that you've been a mom now for, how old is James? He's four. <clears throat> how do you let go of control? I don't. <laughs> <laughs> no. I mean, they're going to be like, they're their own people. But, I mean, at four, you still control a lot of their, like, environment. So, but... I don't know how I let go of control. I just try to trust that, like, I don't know. I I remember this quote by um, Wayne Dyer, and he he like you can listen to his YouTube stuff. And I listen to him a lot, and he says like, you have to remember your children come through you and not for you. Wow. And they just come here to the earth for their own purpose, mm. and it's it's a privilege to be their parent but it's not for you and it's really hard to accept that but you know I try to remember that how do you remind yourself of that I just when like you're in the midst of like a controlling state and you're like worried or stressed out or there's something that you're really like wanting to be in control of I think I just like I (laughs) met I try to meditate or work out or just pray like I just try to it's really, really hard when you are like when you worry, mm-hmm. and I don't always do a great job, but it's I don't think it ever goes away. You know, how do you do it, Beth? Because now you have a seven-year-old, mm-hmm. and you have a teenager. A, a t- he's a teenager. <laughs> no. he, June is basically a teenager, and then Gray is he five, five, yeah, and then Davy is one, eighteen months, yeah, almost two, no, what a year and a half. Help. I can't yeah. do that. <laughs> <laughs> so how do you, now that you have three kids, like, and, and Katie has two, because Amelie's three. three. <clears throat> how do you, A, because you have kids everywhere, so it's not like you can keep a perfect watch on them. Like, I'm hovercraft with Sunny right now. Like, I don't know, I'm a little bit of helicopter yeah. mom. How She's you, six weeks old. Yeah, 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 yeah. Seven. <laughs> Seven. Seven on Tuesday. So how do you, how do you relinquish control and how do you well, how do you make it through your day happy with three kids um well I mean it's a lot and you know you do just have to trust that like their path is their path and you do the best you can but you cannot control every situation that they're in and you can't control how they react or respond to situations and you know and even like how you respond yes you're a good responder you are a good responder yeah how Um, do you you consciously respond i try not to react yeah but to respond okay so you try not to react okay so like what gives an example of how you have not (laughs) (laughs) you react but not respond like with your emotions instead of getting upset yes yeah i don't react with my emotions but i try to like just take a beat and like you know because no one wants to see like and kids especially it's like like what you were just mentioning, mm-hmm. like she, June, my oldest, like cut our neighbor's hair. Who's <laughs> like, like four years old, like, the little girl. And like really short. Yeah, she cut her bangs like basically all the way up to her hairline. 
And are y'all friends anymore with them? We They're are. Nice. They <laughs> were amazing. It was yeah. Laura. Oh, she's and so the also coolest. a good responder. Yeah, great exactly. Neighbor, yeah, she's the coolest person. Um, but like. <laughs> You just was <laughs> you like here. Let me give you a haircut. I'm really good. Yeah, she was giving her a makeover, and it's like you just have to like walk into the situation, and like you've got to control your face, you've got to shut your mouth, and just like take a minute and breathe, and like and because too, I didn't want to upset the other girl mm-hmm. either. Because now she's living with this. Yeah. <laughs> And she was fine with it. I she mean, she probably it thought it was cool awesome kid. because June cut her hair, and I didn't want to upset her and, you know, make her think that her hair is like her identity and like what she should be like judged on and all God, this so because many it's like to go and play. Mm-hmm. yeah, that's and that's why you have to like just take that. a minute. Yeah. And think about it all. Mm-hmm. So I'm like, mm-hmm. what did you do? Yeah. Yeah. Because what's the point in that? And, right. and it was hair. It's going to grow back. Totally. And they're kids. And they don't, mm-hmm. obviously, they don't know or care because they yeah. both agreed to it. And truly, it's like, and I've been reading like this book. Tell us the name of this book because it's really it's affecting you. called The Awakened Family. Uh, this is great. And you yes. recommend it for all parents. Yes. It's so good. And it's like, what really is at play there? Like, I'm worried about how my neighbor's going to react. Yes. And yes. that's my ego. Yes. Mm-hmm. It has nothing to do with my kid. Mm-hmm. Except right. that, like, I, the way that people perceive her and her actions reflects on me. So that's now and you're that's, worried about how people view you. Yeah. And right. that's just ego. And that doesn't have anything to do with her. Yeah. No. And her path. Right. right. Truly. And honestly, they were self-expressing. Yeah. You know, and in their mind, it was beautiful. Yeah. You just decided that as adults that it's doesn't it's not beautiful. Yeah, right. But really, to them, as kids, they're proud yeah. of what they've done. Yeah. But so how? But how do you like also <laughs> tell her like you can't do that? Do that like or, or play with scissors? <laughs> yeah, I mean, I think it just comes down to like scissors. Like she just has to ask permission to use scissors. So yeah. you get to the bigger point. So just yeah. simple safety. safety. Yeah. yeah, and a simple safety. Yeah. So it's yeah. beyond appearance it's safety yeah and also like don't don't like, cut people's hair yeah like that's like you have to, to go to hair. school to i guess that's like a hair. personal boundary oh, yeah. too yeah. Yeah. yeah how do you even think of that though like how do you think of scissors safety and you need to be a skilled barber that's a skill to cut hair like how do you you think? have to like take it all in and just take a minute and that's why you don't react that's why you can't react because it's always wrong yeah. always wrong when you react yeah mm-hmm. so then june can actually understand a reason for why this wasn't a Very good idea reason. yeah and she, she isn't shamed she's not shamed right. the other girl isn't shamed yes mm-hmm. and mm-hmm. there's a reason yeah and she's like oh that makes sense mm-hmm. i didn't do anything wrong i just shouldn't do this again because yeah. there's great reason yeah dang mm-hmm. there's better ways buddha beth over there yeah <laughs> dang beth for the win hot buddha beth hot buddha yeah. beth over there yeah i feel like you are buddha beth like you're so laid back mm-hmm. and i love that like you just like bust out a boob and breastfeed everywhere like that has inspired me like to breastfeed in public you yeah. know you gotta do it you gotta do it and, and to just... trust them because they have instincts too yeah that's mm-hmm. kind of what yeah okay talk about that your kids yeah just like they have the purest instincts because right. it's survival. all they want to do is eat and sleep and love. Yeah, and they're so pure. Yeah, but I just think to you, you learn your baby. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and that's the neatest thing. 
is that you know other people can and that's what I feel like I'm still a new mom eight and a half months in so I don't feel like I have any guidance for anybody other well, what than, have you learned from being a new mom um you need a good husband <laughs> And who isn't they're like you're gonna get real mad at them. And that's the thing. You yeah. are. Every like, woman I talk to, you love your husbands, but they do annoy you. A but you bit. cannot <laughs> do it without them. No, that's true. Grocery okay. shop, cook, clean, put the car seat thingy. That's what your in. husband does. Yeah. <laughs> Katie's like, oh, yes, no. yeah. Move us. The, the paint car seat room. thing is huge. Like. Put together cribs, put together yeah, car seats, put together the baby. And now I can't even, like, call the exterminator. Like, I don't even know how to do anything anymore. <laughs> but but I would also say um, that you just learn your baby. And, like, it's so weird, but you're just like, I know, like, I feel like she's wants me to lay her down now. You and can just tell. Yeah. By you know. the way she's, her eyes, her cries, her movements, her little yeah. face. Yeah. And to, like, sometimes let Scott do it. (laughs) (laughs) I know. It's hard, but it's going to, like, even tonight, like, you you put her down, which is great. Oh, there's Sunny. Yeah. Right now, Michael has her. He's in charge. How do you feel right now? Well, I mean, of course I want to run in there and just, like, hold her. Because I'm like, oh, I know how to get her to stop crying. I can, like, I can stop her crying. I'm going to give her her bottle. She's going to, like, get, I know how to bounce her and get her cozy. And, like, I can do it in five seconds. Mom knows best. But, Beth, you told me this. You said you've got to That is always my advice. Okay, what's your advice? You you say it. You said to me, you're like, you have to let your husband, like, in a way, like, find his way. Yeah. With Mm -hmm. your child. You do. Yeah. Even though, like, you Otherwise, you're going to be doing it. All the time. Which, for a control and, freak, right, it's very sure. hard not All to do. All of us, maybe. Right. Because mm-hmm. I'm like, oh, God. And I, and I feel like I know how to do everything. But he, he has his own way. Yeah. He's capable. Yeah. He's totally, totally capable, capable. And he and needs opportunities. It's, and it's good for both of them mm-hmm. and their relationship. Because it's easy to stick a groove in their mouth. Yeah. Exactly. But if they can find their own groove, it makes your life easier and it's really special for and them. And it makes him feel confident, like, as mm-hmm. a dad. Mm-hmm. Because it is easy just to, like, assume all of the jobs as a mom. Because, Mm -hmm. A, women are incredible multitaskers. I have realized women are phenomenal after, like, becoming a mom. Like, I always knew they were amazing. But, like, I never knew how incredible women are. Never knew. Until. And our bodies. Our bodies. Like, we're making milk right now. Yeah. That's weird. (laughs) Three of the four of us. I'm not. Yeah. Katie's not a baby. You will be soon. You will be soon. Baby, Katie has baby fever bad. Yes. Coming here has given it to me hardcore. But women are amazing. We're able to, like, raise children, make food for our babies, like, take care of their entire schedule, have jobs, be wives, clean the house, like, all I don't know if I'm able to do all those things, actually, I don't right clean now. the house, but yeah. <laughs> all the rest. I am not able to do all those things. <laughs> well, we can figure out how to outsource it. True. Sure. <laughs> True that. Manage. True people. that. True that. <laughs> delegate. Yes. Delegate. Manage. But that is something I'm learning, like, because in the beginning, like, I, I mean, I love Michael more than anything, but, like, you're so stressed out that it's hard to have the the space and the room the patience, and the patience yeah. that you used to have because it you're is. so tired mm-hmm. you're not sleeping it's exhausting that your husband's trying to like figure out how he can help but like he can't he can't help in the yeah. beginning because the baby needs to be on your boob eating all the time sleeping it's like it so okay how do you, Beth Buddha Beth and Katie since y'all are been at this for how do you navigate that 
What exactly? <laughs> What's the question? <laughs> Just like not the getting, boob. Not getting lost in your own exhaustion, your own uh, need mm. to control, your own like thinking. Um, you know, just like making room for your husband. How do you do mm. that in the beginning? And Emily, weigh in on this too, because you're almost a year in. I will say, like, you have to make an effort. I mean, you have to have a date. Like, you have to have a. You basically have to schedule time for yourselves. You have to take a date night. You might have to schedule sex. Like, <laughs> it becomes less um, spontaneous. spontaneous. Yeah. But, I mean, it's just, you have to. If you want to keep your marriage if you up. Wanna, yeah. I think, yeah. I also think these, I'm, being early in, I think you just survive. Mm-hmm. And you just figure it out. Mm-hmm. Like, I am not scheduling any date nights. <laughs> or any sex. <laughs> I might schedule that. Because I think that's a little more important than the date night, just depending on your husband. But, um, <laughs> yeah, like, I just think you just survive. And have, yeah, have and you, a lot of grace for each other. Yeah. <laughs> You do survive for probably, what do you think, Beth? Like, when did, I don't know, I I feel like three years. Okay, I just need a year. (laughs) Give us one year. I just need one, I feel like I was, I just need a year of, can I just be in survival mode? And (laughs) it's great, but it is just so much. And they change so fast. So fast. Like, coming over and seeing Viola, she's like, she's big girl. Big girl now. Mm -hmm. When did that happen? They just sprout up. It's so. I know it is so yeah. fun. <laughs> I know it is the most amazing thing. Okay, so what have you what have you learned from being a mother in all the different stages? Eight months in, now seven years in with three, four years in with two. Like, what is your takeaway from here? We started off in college trying to be cigarette smokers, like <laughs> hooking up with guys every night, just making kissing. out, just kissing. Um, to you know, we're all dream chasers. We met at college chasing our dreams, and now our lives have evolved so much. We're all moms now. Obviously, I'm the newest one. But, like, what is the takeaway of just, like, what have you learned about marriage, about yourself, and about being a mom through all of this? It's just everybody just start. Very wrong. <laughs> I'll say one thing is I always loved my mom. But now I, like, really... I'm really down with her. <laughs> yes. It's like, she works full time, three kids. She told me a story. <laughs> Never mind. No, tell us. I know. Last night she told me a story that, like, she started babysitting kids after she had my brother before I was born. She had all these kids at the house, and they were, like, super poor and, like, way behind on their bills. And she said one time the electric company came out, and they shut off their electricity. She just told me this last night. And she went out to talk to me and was like, I swear I'll pay today. He's like, ma'am, they make me turn this off. And she was babysitting other people's kids and they turned out the electricity. And then she realized she needed to get a job okay. and start working again and bringing more money. And then, and then I came along so they really needed a job. And I mean, they made it and it was great. And we, I don't remember being without electricity, but like, I don't know. She just, so she was, would babysit kids while having her own. Was she kind of like a daycare? Yeah. So she was like, yeah. Okay, that's yeah. I think smart. that's kind of small, common in small towns. But that's like, smart. That's a, that's a great way to like, have your own you kids can be at with home. Them. Yeah, or just, terrible, because that's a lot of kids. That's a lot of kids. Yeah, I mean, I don't know if there weren't that many. But, but making it work. Yeah. Making it work, she, electricity going out. Oh, my God. Yes. Can you imagine letting your, like, like getting so, that is so stressful to me. Getting, being that far behind in your bills and having two babies. Yeah. And then but you But that is a way. big reality y'all for a lot of 
a lot of people. Yeah. yeah. Like, that's, like, a major reality. And your mom's, that like, we the don't happiest have to deal person with. in the world. Yes. Oh, my gosh, I know. She always has the best attitude. Yeah. Yeah. I, I remember t- after having kids, like, I remember calling my mom and be like, I'm so sorry. Yes. For everything. Like, <laughs> right. anything mean I said or did, like, God, I just How felt you awful. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I apologize. I know. I felt the same way. Like, I used to just think, like, yeah. Now I'm like, oh, my God, my parents. Like, even, like, just in this newborn phase, the fact that my mom and my dad, but, like, you know, your mom's, like, my mom stayed home with me, but, like, changing my diapers all day, feeding me all the time, like, keeping me alive, not Not sleeping. sleeping. Her whole life there, like, my parents are worried about us, like, our safety, but yet giving us room to fly and, like, Mm -hmm. become ourselves. And it's like, you do not realize how much time love devotion faith goes into that yeah Yeah. and i think like when you're growing up you you think your parents have it all figured out yes and so there's like this like set of expectations on them to like do the right thing and like read my mind and know what i'm thinking and like do this exactly right but then you like get into it and you're like they were doing it just like I am, you know, like it was their first time too. Mm-hmm. It's so and weird it's just to think like, that. yeah, like the grace that's like just comes out with the baby, I think, is like extended to them. And it's like, oh. Yeah. And that love, like that love that you feel for your child, have you ever experienced anything like that in your life? Mm-hmm. Like, and I know there's a lot of feelings that come with it. Like, a lot of women are like, I had major postpartum for like a mm-hmm. long time, or like, I didn't love my baby right away like you know and that's a total normal reality too yeah but like i i also just know like eventually i think it all comes around and you feel this overwhelming love for your child like for me when sunny came out i have never felt anything like that in my entire life like just that like oh my god you were who was in me we created you from nothing and you grew into this human and now you are here on planet earth because you have like you were saying with a conscious parent or both of y'all were saying your own destiny to be here and I just get to help guide you and like lead you in the best way I know how but like this is your journey and you came through Michael and I like what a privilege and like oh my gosh like that mm-hmm. weight of that yeah. you know her um so like the egg that made her was in you when you were in your mom's belly. Yes. Isn't that wild? <laughs> yes. So like your so kids, the girls, the eggs, like, all the eggs are in the womb. They're all yeah. there. You yeah. have them. Yeah. Yeah. That's so Isn't crazy. that crazy? Yeah. And the chances that this child is the yeah. one that came. And I have like even realized that after like miscarrying, we had a chemical pregnancy and a miscarriage, and it's like. If either of those babies would have happened, like, Sunny wouldn't be here, you know? And so it's like, you, the whole thing is just so much bigger than us, you yeah. know? Mm-hmm. It's just such a wild experience. And I never was, like, ready to be a mom. Like, I was, like, I put it off to the end. I was 36. So I waited <laughs> the last minute. I was, like, I'm not ready for this. Like, I'm, like, living my life. i am got too many things to do for myself. Yeah. And so I put it off for a long time, but now I'm, like gosh, I get it. I get the whole thing now. I get, yeah. my parents are obsessed with talking about their kids. I get why everyone's mm-hmm. taking pictures. <laughs> like, I yeah. get why yeah. it's just the most, why everyone's like, it's the hardest thing you ever do, but the best thing you ever do. I used to think people just threw in 
the best thing ever do to like not scare you from having kids <laughs> but really it is no, the it really hardest is. and the best thing yeah. yeah truly i think too it's like it's if you know it's a miracle like you really witness a miracle to have a a child mm-hmm. it is and so how can you deny that they exist well and the things exist. that you like work to do and work for and that are hard and are challenging are always the most rewarding mm-hmm. and this is like the biggest challenge and the biggest mm-hmm. reward so what have you taken away from it all beth because you've now you got a seven-year-old a four-year-old and a two-year-old almost a one and a half year old mm-hmm. um that it's chaos but it's wonderful and just to like that it goes so fast and that sounds really cliche but it does and just to like try to really live in the moment and learn from it all and take take what it is in the moment because usually it's temporary like even yeah. if it's really yeah. hard this yeah and then this you'll miss it pass. yeah mm-hmm. right I try to tell myself that with like the sleepless nights and everything I'm like because I know, even just, like, from seeing Viola mm-hmm. now. Like, I remember when she was born, when she was, like, three months, six mm-hmm. months, and now seeing her at eight months old, and she's gotten so big. And I have, like, my other friend, Bree, her little daughter is six months old, and she's gotten so big so fast. So I just, like, I try to, like, remember that. Mm-hmm. And my sister-in-law told me that because she's had four kids. They have five kids, but she has four kids, and she's, like, they have a new. They have one that's six months old now. Oh, I didn't know that. Yeah, so sweet surprise. <laughs> yeah, right. It, it, but when um, she was born, a newborn, she told me she's like, I'm just really trying to soak in every second because I know how fast it goes. Mm-hmm. Like mm-hmm. it goes so fast. And yeah. It does, and so it's like, don't get hung up on your exhaustion or that your life has changed. Because I remember when Sunny was first born, I was like, I'm never gonna leave the house. Like I am housebound forever like I'm trapped here I don't know how to get out I will never leave my hormones were insane I was weeping crying not just crying I was like weeping crying (laughs) anyone would ask me how I was and I would just sob and it wasn't I wasn't depressed I was just everything I felt all the feelings but it's just like that goes away all of a sudden you start feeling like yourself again and your body it, it, is, is it already gone i feel like mine lasted for like at least nine months <laughs> like crying every day did you cry every day i i think it, yeah but i didn't feel i don't think i felt depressed i just felt like overwhelmed yes i yeah. still feel overwhelmed it's overwhelming yeah it is overwhelming it's a whole life that you're in charge of yeah. I mean, you're not, not we're, we're not in charge of this life, but we are responsible yeah. for this life. Yeah. Well, you're doing so good. No. Like, you know, all, we're all doing good. We're all doing the very best we can, you know? I read a thing, and it's like, you know, like, things you worry about, you know, whatever, like, if you're ever going to sleep again, and, like, this. If and Michael's like, maybe, neighbor stopped crying. Yeah, like. No, Michael did a good job, so he didn't yeah. have to run in there. He did. Yeah. <laughs> like, maybe you don't sleep for three years, but it's like. It's only three they're years. gonna sleep through the night. Like they're not gonna go to kindergarten in diapers. They right. will potty train. You know, like they're not gonna go to college with their passing. You know, like <laughs> yeah. stuff like that. And then it's like we always celebrate like the first, like their first step and their first word. word you know, and it's like, but you don't. The things that like slip by are their last. Oh. 
Don't so make it's like, <laughs> oh, you know, like the you know, oh, like the last, the time, last time they reach up for you to like pick them up, or yeah, the last <laughs> time they crawl, the last time That's they so nurse, sad. like, and it's like, yeah, it's heartbreaking, <laughs> but it is like a new stage, and every stage because comes they just with gain more independence, mm-hmm. own hardships, but its own blessings. We so, don't think about their last. Yeah. Oh my gosh. Because you don't ever know if it's gonna be the last time. You never know, yeah. and then they just like develop. Mm-hmm. Oh my gosh. <laughs> this is why women need women to like talk to and like support each other because there's just so much, and men That's need men. Like men need yeah. to talk to like, yeah. Yeah. other For dads. Sure. Yeah. For sure. And the, of course, you need to talk to your spouse, but like. There's just so, you just need support mm-hmm. and all this. It's so heavy. It's heavy. So much support. I'll say that. Yeah. Well, you guys, on that note, did we do it. <laughs> we did it. Oh, did we do it? that was fun. Good job. I'm glad we made it through all that college stuff. <laughs> I know. This is way more fun talking about the babies. I think mine was the most embarrassing story. <laughs> still a lot of hair. Down, yeah. <laughs> you didn't know to bring that up, did you? No, Katie's like, oh, and that's the story you're going to bring up. <laughs> oh, thank you very much. I'm like, oh, can I bring that up while we're recording? Yeah. <laughs> sure. Like, great. <sighs> oh, good. well, you guys. Okay, so Katie, Brooke, Yancey, Araby. Did you drop one of those names? Oh no, all four. You have all really? four? Really? No, it's <laughs> just Katie Yancey Araby. Katie Yancey Araby, Beth Cooper Potter, Emily. Nope. Sharon Elizabeth Potter is my legal name. Oh, Thank Sharon. You. <laughs> it's Sharon now. Sharon. It's always been Sharon. Yes. Beth. Sharon Elizabeth. That's where I got Beth. Hot Beth. Yeah. So. And Emily. I'm Emily Gale Sardis. Oh, you dropped Shepherd. Because I get the Gale. It's Scott's mom and your mom are both Gale. Mm-hmm. Okay. I'm bye. I know that. Well, now you guys know our whole story. And Caroline. Ho- cut birth hobby. There you have it. <laughs> Thank you for joining this me. This was so fun. fun. That was fun. fun. Love you guys. Love, Love you. Love you. Bye. <laughs> Diamonds Direct has done it again. This month only, get ready for an offer you can't resist. Buy a natural diamond engagement ring of one carat plus and receive a free natural one carat diamond tennis bracelet valued at $2,000. That's right, a stunning diamond tennis bracelet at no extra cost. Imagine giving her the ring of her dreams and her wedding gift all at once. So hurry into Diamonds Direct. Your chance to get a free tennis bracelet will not last long. Details at DiamondsDirect.com. Your new home journey starts at Fisher Homes, where everything is red, white, and new. Explore exclusive summer savings and start your journey by selecting your ideal home site and your dream community. Choose from a variety of expertly designed floor plans and bring your style to life at the Lifestyle Design Center. Are you looking for a quick move-in ready home instead? Fisher Homes has options for those, too. Fill out a form to connect with a new home advisor at fisherhomes.com to get started today before the sun sets on summer savings. You know that feeling when you walk into your home, take a deep breath, and feel new? Well, that's what it's like to use Clorox Sentiva. Because Clorox Sentiva smells like coconut, cleans like Clorox, and feels like energy. It'll elevate any cleaning routine to not just clean, but also make every room smell like a tropical coconut getaway. Discover how Clorox Sentiva's powerful clean and refreshing scents can transform your space. Get yours in coconut or other fabulous scents at a nearby retail store.